Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. Join me as I interview YouTube superstars in the worlds of beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. I go in depth with your favorite video vloggers and discuss their journeys to success and the struggles they encountered along the way. We go behind the scenes of the world of vlogging and talk about what works and what doesn't and what it takes to be a YouTube superstar. So sit back and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Well, hello, beauties. Erica here with another interview for you. Now, for this episode of Beauty in the Vlog, I had the pleasure of speaking with the beautiful Ashley Sander. Now, Ashley Sander is a 27-year-old mom and military wife who started her YouTube channel in 2011 as a hobby. She was born in Honolulu and raised in Las Vegas. She's currently in school right now with a major in liberal arts and a minor in criminal justice and is planning on attending cosmetology school this summer. She sees her channel as a way for her to be able to to have a career yet still stay at home with her daughter. And she now treats her channel as her full-time job. I want to take a minute to thank our sponsor for this episode, Beauty and the Vlog, Grapevine. If you're not familiar with Grapevine, go to my website, beautyandthevlog.com forward slash grapevine. I also have a special link for you guys where you get a bonus by signing up. But it is a free marketplace for YouTubers that are looking to collaborate with potential sponsors and specifically YouTubers in the fashion, beauty, and lifestyle world. They also have a really neat collaboration community within Grapevine that allows you to connect with other YouTubers for potential collaborations. Check out the website. I also have the link below. By using my link, you do support the podcast. So if you've been enjoying the interviews and being inspired, that really does help doing these interviews and inspiring all you guys. Thank you so, so much for watching. I hope you're getting a lot out of these interviews. I would love to know if you are a YouTuber, what are you struggling with right now? Are you struggling with anything? Is there anything that you just feel like you're having a hard time with? I would love to know. And also what you've learned from these interviews. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Mwah. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Beauty and the Vlog. So for this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with the gorgeous Ashley Sander. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Erica. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to dig into your YouTube journey with you. But uh, why don't we first get started by asking you um, how, what inspired you to first start a YouTube channel? Well, to be honest, I feel like it's kind of cliche because you hear a lot of YouTubers say that it really did start off as a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's just kind of how it started off for me. Um, I am a stay at home mom too, full time. So um, eventually it was just, you know, something to do to kind of pass the time and not be so bored while my husband was at work and my daughter was still young when I started my channel. Mm-hmm. So I um, when she would nap, I would kind of talk to a camera and just, I would watch YouTube videos all the time. So I'm like, I could totally do this. Mm. So yeah, that's how it, that's how it all began. How long ago did you start your channel? 
Um, my channel, I first started, like made my channel back in February, 2011, but it wasn't until maybe the ending of 2011, beginning of 2012 that I really began to be active and, um, kind of test the potential of my channel. So, yeah. So when you started your channel, it was more of like kind of just to almost have a hobby. You're a stay-at-home mom. You're taking care of your daughter. And um, I assume that you had an interest in makeup and hair in some way? Always. I have always been the type to, every time my mom would do her makeup or her hair, I would just sit in the bathroom and like watch her apply makeup, watch her do her hair. And it was just something that I've always sought interest in. And uh, um, I was always thinking about cosmetology school, wanting to do makeup and hair when I grow up. And that is totally kind of where that all came from. So yeah. Got it. And so what, so take us back to those first maybe couple months when you're first uploading your videos. Where, you know, did you have the equipment? Did you have to go and get it? Like, were you struggling with the editing? What did you do? And, you know, what happened when people first started to view your channel? Take us back to that time. It was actually, I tried to deal with what I had. I, my husband had just gotten me an iMac. Mm. And so at the time, that was like the huge hype. And I was like so excited about it. Um, but I had, no legit equipment. Like now, you know, you, you, um, develop, you know, an eye for computers and editing and cameras, but it was totally old school back then. Um, I had no idea what I was doing as far as editing equipment goes and, you know, computer stuff. I'm totally illiterate when it comes to that, but, um, all I had was my iMac and just like a family video camera that I just kind of worked with what I had. And that was it. Just two <laughs> things that I needed. I needed something to film with and something to edit. And that was it. <laughs> and how did you teach yourself how to edit? I did. It took me a while. And, um, like I said, my, hu- well, my husband's more like tech savvy mm. than I am. So he kind of showed me, you know, the basics and then, um, just kind of messing around with it and doing it all the time. You, you, you tend to get more, you know, uh, knowledge about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's definitely one of those skills that comes with practice and doing more absolutely. And more yeah. Yep. And at first, though, it can take a long time while you're figuring it out. But once it's once you know how to do it, it's, it's so much faster. Absolutely. So how did you start to build up your audience at the beginning? At the beginning, it's it's kind of hard because I am very much an introvert on a personal level. But yet when I'm in my own room, I can talk as loud as, as much as I want and nobody's listening, nobody's judging me. <laughs> um, so I am not the type to uh, kind of push my channel out there. So it took me a while to tell my family. It took me a while to tell my friends. Um, a lot of times they found out on their own somehow, whether it be like through social media or, you know, uh, people just stumbling across my channel. Um, but it's through uh, kind of crossing paths with other YouTubers. A lot of them became my really, really close friends. And uh, we would do collabs together. And, you know, um, generally that helps a lot of YouTubers out when you cross, mm-hmm. um, you know, like platforms like that. And you, you mention somebody and they mention you and vice versa. It's just, it's an awesome way to meet friends. It's an awesome way to spread the word on your channel and your, your network. So um, that's pretty much what I did. Um, but 
yeah, like like I said, I till this day I have a hard time talking about my channel. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> so, when did you start connecting with the other YouTubers? Um, probably 2012 was the year for me, I would say, um, just because that was the year that I first went to IMATS. Um, mm -hmm. that was the year, uh, where I started becoming, you know, like I said, more active. So I would be on Twitter all the time and, um, I would introduce myself to the people that I watched and in turn, you know, we, we had the same interests. So aut automatically we already clicked, you know, mm -hmm. on, on certain levels. Um, so with that being said, you know, it was just, a matter of um, social media, basically. I mean, we have social media to thank for everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so true. just you develop so much like friendships and such great relationships with companies, not, you know, not yeah. only just YouTubers, but everybody. And um, that's a great platform for speaking and really personally interacting with your viewers. And that is what I treasure most. So, yeah. Are the relationships... Definitely. 100%. Um, I, I appreciate all the, you know, and I even consider some of my friends on YouTube more closer to me than my friends in real life. It's yeah. just, it's crazy that way. But, um, you know, we're, we're in the same boat and YouTube is, is such a big part of my life and YouTube is a part of huge part of their lives. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just so much easier for somebody to understand because outside of YouTube, people hardly don't really necessarily understand the concept. Yeah. So it's nice to kind of relate on that level. It's like the same relationship that in essence that you would have like with a coworker because you guys are both sharing the same type of work and you have those shared experiences where when you go home and you talk to your friends and family, they don't necessarily understand or know. And as YouTubers, it, it can be quite lonely because you're on your own, but having those connections with the other YouTubers is so important. It really is. And um, even, again, still till this day, there are a couple that I consider really, really close friends of mine, but I've never met them in person. Oh. And um, it's, it's that amazing, and it's those... Uh, amazing relationships that I truly am appreciative of, um, YouTube and not to mention just again, interacting with people on a personal level. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's just, I'm a normal person. I just happen to put my life out there a little bit more. So, um, I, I truly appreciate, uh, the relationships that I've made. And to me, that's the most beneficial thing that I've, I've gotten outside. I mean, you know, outside of the whole, um, it being my job and allowing me to stay home with my daughter and stuff like that. But, uh, relationships are, are awesome. Yeah. That, that is yeah. great. Well, um, how did, did you connect with them? Did you reach out to them? Did some of them reach out to you or how did you connect with some of those, uh, YouTubers? Um, a lot of times, um, I, I would reach out that, like I said, I was kind of a, I am a very shy person. Mm -hmm. Um, so it kind of took a lot for me to kind of get out there at first, but, um, you know, sometimes you just happen to click with some people. So I would reach out and then, um, uh, you know, sometimes they would, or the people that I watch, that's mm -hmm. what I mean by they, yeah. um, they would, you know, tweet something or, you know, uh, share their channel or share their, uh, links on Twitter or, you know, whatever. Um, and then I would just have something to say, comment, um, compliment them on something and, you know, just start, initiate a conversation that way, initiate, um, your interests together. Um, one of my good friends is a mother also, she's mother of twins. So, um, that's how we connected first and, 
yeah, so that's awesome. All right, so one of the questions that I ask everybody is um, at some point in your journey, you encountered some kind of struggle. Um, and, you know, what for you was that struggle and what did you learn from it? And this is a struggle throughout your journey as a YouTuber. Man, uh, my probably the biggest struggle that I have ever encountered as far as being on YouTube was um, when my husband was deployed. Um, the thing about YouTube is you, like I said, you put yourself out there and people can pick up whether you're being, um, you know, true to yourself, true to who you are. If you're trying to be somebody you're not. Um, so I definitely, it was hard to maintain my channel, um, with my husband being deployed because I was just so emotionally tired, I think. So, um, I took kind of a long sabbatical when it came down to my channel and I, I neglected it a lot. Um, and granted, like I, I probably lost trust from some, some viewers just because I wasn't active. And so it's really, really hard to maintain like a happy attitude, a mm -hmm. smile on your face, you know, because every time I would go on camera, um, thinking or trying to portray a good image or a good smile, happy smile on my face, people like, pick it up really yeah. fast. And, yeah. um, especially when things aren't going good, um, in your personal life, like, mm -hmm. you know, in your everyday life, um, some, some of the comments that you can get can just send you over the edge. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I definitely feel that you need to kind of be emotionally set when it comes down to that, because, um, like I said, it, I neglected my channel for almost maybe almost a year. Um, I would post things here and there, but it was just really hard for me dealing with what, you know, in my personal life. Um, and then trying to portray somebody else or a happy person on my channel. Um, but that was the hard part for me because I felt that so many, so many people could relate to me being in the situation that I was in because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of my demographic is, you know, military wives and they go through the same things that I go through. Um, and they, you know, kind of turn to me for, you know, how do you deal with this? How do you, you know, so I'm not happy all the time. So, yeah. um, I, I wish that I kind of just push myself to maybe not pretend to be in a good mood, but just share my thoughts and what I was going through and, you know, that, I'm not perfect and mm -hmm. I have bad days. Um, so that was probably the, the hardest, <laughs> the hardest year, uh, you know, as far as being on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're so right in that people will pick up if you're not having a good day, you're not having that, you know, positivity and, and you made the choice, which isn't a bad choice. And it's in a, a lot of ways, it's, it was a right choice probably for you and your family to maybe hold off on YouTube when you did feel ready to portray that uh, person that you wanted to be. Right. And, and I definitely, um, I, I explained myself when, yeah. and as you said, when you were, when you're ready, you, you come back full force. And yes. I definitely explained myself. Um, so, so many people in the comments and I was just overwhelmed with support and, you know, just like, I wish, you know, we would have known and, you know, cause I truly think of them as, as friends, you know, not just viewers. Um, they comment on my videos and it makes me feel so amazing and just so blessed to be able to have somebody, you know, not necessarily, um, who 
who can just watch my videos, but I can learn from them too and take their words to heart and into consideration. So, um, it was, it was rough in that sense, but I learned so much from it. And, um, and, and uh, I think a better understanding from my viewers on my channel. So they kind of know where, you know, what's going on and whatnot. But I, I made a mental note that even if, you know, I'm not perfect, it's okay because that's kind of the message that I put out to, mm -hmm. you know, we're not always going to have great days, uh, but that's okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you wish you would have done a little bit differently in that process or anything you did, you know, you wish you would have done? I definitely wish that I would have kind of um, not necessarily welcomed how I was feeling or what I was going through, but kind of exposed it a little yeah, bit more, um, not trying to hide it because I kind of, I felt like I was trying to put up this strong demeanor because people have never seen me so weak and people have never seen me at such a bad point in my life. Uh, but thereafter, you know, speaking with other people and, and chatting in the comments, you know, um, we're all the same people, like I said, and you know, we all have bad days, but I definitely wish I would have kind of shared and opened up a little bit more, um, exposed that these are real life situations. You know, I'm, it's, I'm not just one in a million. It's mm -hmm. every, somebody somewhere out there is probably going through the same thing. And yeah. I just kind of wish I, I would have been that person for them to relate to and for them to kind of find hope and faith mm -hmm. in, you know? Yeah. So yeah. now that your husband's back, right? Mm -hmm. You must be very happy about that. Yes. <laughs> and yes. you're doing, you're doing YouTube more, kind of more committed to YouTube. Mm -hmm. Is there anything now that you're struggling with? Um, I, it's just a matter of getting into the swing of things. Um, it's, it's so mentally challenging sometimes yeah. because it can be something small to where my room is just a mess and I just lose lo motivation to film. Yeah. Um, and because with YouTube, uh, you are your own boss. So you make your schedule, you make your own times, you can film whenever. Um, so it's so easy for you to be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or, oh, I'll film it next week, you know? And that's probably the biggest thing that, um, is just always knocking at the door. You know, mm. it's like, you can do it tomorrow or that can wait a little bit more. Yeah. But, you know, it's sometimes, well, more, more times, unfortunately, um, I kind of took advantage of that. You know what I mean? Um, but now it's just pushing yourself and, and viewing it as um, your passion because it really is. And yeah. I love it. It's my baby. You know, it's my second baby, rather. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's probably the thing that kind of is is an ongoing thing because it's just it plays on me mentally and it can be something so small I could film and then the editing isn't going right and I'll be like oh I'll just re-record tomorrow yeah <laughs> it's <'Cause> terrible <laughs> you don't have you don't have a boss or anybody telling you to make sure or a deadline saying it's got to be in by tomorrow so in a way you have to kind of create your own deadlines because otherwise it time slips by and then you realize, Oh no, three days have passed and you never re-edited or refilmed that video. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that is just, it's, it's such a bad, bad stigma to have on your channel. <laughs> so, I mean, it really is, um, like a mind game sometimes. And a lot of my girlfriends, we talk about it all the time. And I mean, that's a luxury and definitely a blessing to be able to, you know, do what I love to Control do and kind of, Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, um, make my own schedule. However, <laughs> yeah. um, kind of, you know, just working on that balance and just making sure that, you know, I, 
push out content. Um, so that's my biggest struggle. Mm. Um, it's just trying to get back into the swing of things. You know what I mean? Got it. So is your channel a source of income for your family or is it mainly you rely more on your husband's? Um, he, he is the primary, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as like me, um, I've always been a stay at home mom because it was most important that, uh, because my husband's job requires him to be away a lot. Um, it was important to us that I would be home with her Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, she wouldn't have to be in daycare and all that. But, um, but now that she's getting older, she's going to school and whatever, but it is a source of income for me to just add to the family. You know, mm-hmm. um, we travel a lot. So a lot of times it's, it's just kind of play money yeah. <laughs> basically, That's cool. you know? Um, so my husband, yeah, he, he works super hard and he, he's amazing at what he does, but, um, it's, it's always great to have a second yeah. method of income coming in and it helps with the family. We're so blessed to be able to travel just in general with the military. So, uh, we just went to Florida and went to uh, Disney World, which is amazing. But yeah, yeah, so it's, it's things like that that, um, I'm able to contribute back to my family because mm-hmm. I, I've always felt guilty for being a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. If that kind of, you know, it's yeah. kind of weird, but, yeah. um, I've always felt kind of guilty because I've always been the type to always work, work, work. Um, I loved being busy. I loved having to go somewhere, not necessarily the concept of having to work for somebody else, but, um, so the fact that I can kind of, you know, bring in money and then contribute to the family is, is, is awesome. So, so, and it is, it's, it's, it's really great. And, and what that is one of the amazingly beautiful things about YouTube is that you can still be at home with your daughter and still be able to work and provide another source of income for your family. And that's what's great for so many people out there, especially a lot of women out there that, you know, they, they struggle with that idea of wanting to be home, but wanting to work and that whole thing. And, and in essence, YouTube provides the best of both worlds. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's crazy with the potential that YouTube has to offer. Like I never in a million years would have thought that it could, you know, be what it is for so many people on YouTube. And it's just absolutely mind boggling. But at the same time, um, you know, it is, it's, it's such a blessing. And I'm just, I, I'm, I treasure the fact that I'm able to be at home with my daughter, but in the back of my mind, you know, I've always been the, the, the working type. And, mm-hmm. um, do I see YouTube being my end of my career? Um, no, mm-hmm. you know, I am going to school full time. So, um, I don't exactly know where I'm going to end up, but I don't have plans to stop YouTube anytime soon. I love it. It's my passion. And it's just, it's such a blessing, such a huge blessing. So I do find it interesting because you you mentioned this before that you're you know, you're in school right now. Are you doing it full time mm-hmm. or part time? Um, I am going full time. Um, I am. I've been taking so many breaks, uh, but I am enrolled and I'm going for uh, liberal arts and then a minor in criminal justice as well as I'm um, planning on going to cosmetology school this summer. So, <laughs> so that that's my question. I mean, at this point, I mean, granted, it's, it's great to, you know, get your degree and all that. But at this point, I mean, you've established yourself like you're a pretty established YouTuber. You're getting different opportunities here and there. You're, you are, you know, getting some, you know, some of an income. Like why at this point, I mean, you're 27, you said? 26? Yep. 
27? So you're 27 and you have your daughter. Like at this point, why, why go back to school? Why not just focus fully on YouTube and just make that work? Um, I, I, I don't know. I just, I guess in my head, I've always wanted something substantial. And when I started YouTube, I never thought it could be something substantial. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just with the opportunities and just everything that I have gotten ever since starting my channel, it's just, it's crazy. And I know that it's possible, but in the back of my mind, I, I, I don't know. It's just like probably like a security thing, I think. Mm. Um, and, but at the same time, um, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know which direction I'm going to go. There's three completely irrelevant things aside from YouTube and, um, cosmetology having something in common. <laughs> um, but yeah, my criminal justice is something I've always wanted to do, but also I wanted to do hair. So who knows where I'll end up. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's great is that you've got your YouTube. So no matter what, you can always do that. So absolutely. And it all can build on one another. So. Um, another question I always ask is at some point in your YouTube journey, there, there was some kind of a tipping point where, you know, you're at 134,000 subscribers. You, something should, must have happened for you to get to that point. And a lot of times it's a singular event, whether it's a video, a collaboration, a shout out or something that was that tipping point for your channel. What was that for you? For me, it was probably, Back in 2012, I did a collaboration with uh, Megan Chalbella, and I was small compared to her. And uh, but we did a swap, and um, she has become one of my best friends Mm. in in general, like in all my friends. And um, but that was when she really helped me out as far as my subscriber count, um, and just upped it like literally overnight. It's crazy what these uh, collaborations can do even just a shout out or, you know, sharing a video on a social media site Mm. or something like that. Um, I remember, you know, just check signing on or whatever. And I'm like, what? I mean, it was, it was something crazy. Like I forget the number hop it was or the Mm. jump, but it was, that was definitely a turning point for me to where it's, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I actually have to try now, you know, Yeah, there's people watching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, did you reach out to her? Or did she reach out to you? How did you guys connect and become friends? It was actually the time where everybody was doing swaps. So, uh, you know, um, a lot of the people that were kind of not in our group, but you know, that we would talk a lot, you know, we were just kind of like, Oh, Hey, why don't you, and you do a swap or why don't we do a swap? So it was actually suggested that, uh, Megan and I do a swap by, uh, Nicole Guerrero. Mm -hmm. And, um, she, I guess we have her to thank for, for that because she was like, yeah, you guys should do a swap or whatever. So that's, that's how it happened. I've watched a ton of YouTube videos, but I don't, what's a swap exactly? A swap? Girl, you don't know what a swap is. Um, a swap is you compile or sometimes a lot of the times you you set a price point between you and another YouTuber uh-huh. um, and then you basically go out and buy products that you want to send to that person. So say you set a price point of $100 and you buy beauty, you know, obviously channel related stuff. Um, so it could be beauty, hair, it could be random stuff. I uh-huh. sent Megan Tinkerbell 
coloring books because yeah. she loves Tinkerbell. Um, but it could be anything. And then you basically just kind of do an unboxing oh, on your yeah. channel. And then that's, yeah, that's your swap. That's crazy. Cause I, I mean, I watch way too many, yeah. too many videos and I've never encountered that. Is that yeah. people do people still do that now or no? Um, no, not, not so much not anymore. So much. Oh, yeah, okay. not so much anymore. That's but it was idea. really it was really big around that time, and yeah. like everybody was doing it. So yeah. that was kind of like my channel, you know, jumper. I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That turned that tipping point. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So now we're heading towards the end of the interview. And okay. it's my favorite part, which is the beauty bonus round, where it's a series of questions that I ask everybody that's come on the show, and you just kind of respond with your first reaction. Ooh, All I don't right? like to be put on the spot. Okay. They're easy <laughs> questions, though. They're not, okay. they're not bad questions. Okay. Um, so what are your three holy grail beauty items or hair? Ooh, okay. Well, my number one is definitely uh, the Balm's Mary Luminizer Highlights. I am a huge fan yeah, of highlighting. I love that. And um, that product is literally at the top of my list, and I recommend it to everybody. Yeah. It is so amazing. Um, my second would probably be uh, Benefit Hula. Again, I love to contour love and highlight. Too. So those two are just probably my go-to whenever I travel, my quicks, you know, it's the products that I know I can trust. It never steers me wrong. Yeah. Um, and then right now I would say my, I'm totally into like lip liners. So, uh, Max Boldly Bear is something that I just, I always have in my purse. I, I cannot live without. <laughs> so yeah. those are the safe, the safe things, I think. Got it. They're good, good picks. They're, I'm a huge <laughs> lip liner and I love Benefit Hula too. Yep. So. All right, next question. What are your three holy grail work items for your channel? So it could be anything from like a software, an app, something that you love that, that you go to for your channel in some way, shape, or form. Um, I mean, well, obviously I have to always have my camera. And that was something that um, is probably the ultimate investment, I think, Um you know, I went through so many cameras trying to find the the right one. And it's just always, I'm always on the hunt for a new camera. And that's mm -hmm. always something that I, um, keeping an eye open for, you know, a new one coming out or something like that. So definitely the camera, because if there's no camera, there's no channel basically. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's my channel. And then, um, I mean, I mean, when it comes to social media, because I'm huge on social media, especially mm -hmm. um, Instagram and Twitter, trying to promote this or your videos or whatnot. So um, it's it's always um, apps that you can go to kind of edit pictures or yeah. kind of, you know, refer people, whatever's enticing to viewers, to readers, um, to check out your videos and check out your channel. Um and that's pretty much it. And as far as my, like my husband goes, he's a huge tool, whether he wants to admit that he is or not, he is a huge tool because he helps me so much. It's ridiculous. He always fixes my lighting and mm. I'm just, I'm, a to I'm totally illiterate when it comes to that, but he helps me film a lot of my videos and stuff like that. So husband, thank you. You're number one. <laughs> Are there any, what are, are there any specific apps that you use when you reference like, you know, with your social media or, um, um yeah, there are actually, well, for my video, I, thumbnails, that's another one. Thumbnails yeah. are very important because, um, basically that's like, you know, the first impression when it comes down to who is this person, mm -hmm. you know, the thumbnail is what catches the eye, uh, which I used to be terrible at thumbnails back mm -hmm. in the day. 
but I've gotten better. And um, so with that, there's like Pick Monkey yeah. is the app that, you know, the website that I use on my computer for thumbnails. And then my favorites for um, like Instagram or for my phone and stuff is like Facetune and Camera Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably the most used uh, apps that I'm currently obsessing over. Got it. Yeah, I, I know Camera Plus. I don't know Facetune. I've never heard that one before. Oh yeah, Facetune is just—it's crazy what these apps are capable yeah. of. You can you can totally transform your. You know, so I, I try not to go too overboard. Yeah. People can definitely tell, like, oh man, that is totally like Airbrush. Photoshop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what's your camera that you that you have? Right now. right now, um, I just got the Canon 70D. Um, my husband got it for me last year. Um, so that was, I mean, that's super exciting. Every time I get a camera, I get so excited. And there's always one that I have my eye on. And that has been one that I've had my eye on for a long time. Um, but again, cameras are definitely an investment. Mm. And with me being illiterate, I get the camera and I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) So it's, it's hard, but, um, it's, it's so much fun because even as a parent, we, I take the camera out and I take pictures of my, of my daughter. So, you know, it's just, but I'm, I'm on the hunt for a lens now. We're, Mm. we're, we're looking for that. (laughs) Got it. All right. Next question. Um, do you have any favorite time management tools? Ooh, well, my phone is definitely, uh, one that I use on the daily. It beeps at me <laughs> from when I wake up to just, I mean, I can't live without my phone. And yeah. it's, with it being so, I guess, prominent in life, it's hard because it's hard for me to detach from it sometimes, yeah, I you know? know? Me too. Um, and then with YouTube, uh, you know, constantly on YouTube and social media, um, it's so hard for me to separate myself from, my phone, you know, yeah. it's my lifeline, but sometimes I physically have to just plug it in and leave it alone because I have to enjoy, you know, everyday life. Sometimes I, I don't get out of my room until like a couple, you know, like five sometimes. And I'm just like, Oh, the day is completely just gone. Back. Oh yeah. So it's terrible. And, and it's, it's true where that, like if, if your work is YouTube and that's what you're doing, it's hard to separate yourself from being constantly attached to your phone. I mean, mine's right here because you want to be um, in touch with, with what your, you know, your business is and what you're doing. But at the same time, you don't want to be glued to your phone 24 seven. Exactly. And it's, yeah. it's, it's hard, it's hard because sometimes I, um, unwillingly, I'm just like, I find myself like checking my email and checking my, you know, my, my feed on, mm-hmm. on, on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. I'm just like, it's, it's really hard. And, and we'll be in the middle of dinner with my husband and my daughter and I, and I'm like, Oh, I have to answer this email. Yeah. But you know, I'm just like, my husband and I have talked about this so many times because, you know, it can take a play at your, with your at home life. Yeah. And I'm, I definitely, try to balance it the best that I can, even though sometimes I do 100% succumb to my phone, which is so bad. But um, when you have, when you're dealing with everything and everything is so easily accessible on your phone, um, my calendar, you know, just everything, my reminders, it beeps all the time. So my husband is just like, I'm going to throw this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. You got to get away from your phone, but yeah, but it's a great, it's a great tool as well. So, um, what has been your favorite opportunity that you've gotten from YouTube? 
My favorite opportunity. Oh gosh, I feel like they, I literally, and it's probably so cliche, but I can't simmer it down to just one. But it's just the opportunities of dealing with brands that um, I've gone to the store and had to purchase from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just it's crazy just being able to work with with well-known brands yeah. and you know Disney being one uh, my daughter and I got the chance to to work with Disney and it's just crazy to be wow. able to say like I work with Disney like what <laughs> how <laughs> so are you able to work with Disney or how did that deal happen um actually they uh through my platform mm-hmm. I I kind of got that because with Raiden, obviously it's, it's more suitable for like parents and, you know, like family. Um, so we kind of just did a, a video on like our favorites for theme parks and what our favorite rides are, what, what we'd love to do at the theme parks. And, um, the video was actually published on their, on Disney's, uh, YouTube page. So that was wow. like crazy, but that, you know, in general was probably the, probably the most biggest thing now that I think about it because Disney it was it's just such a child I have a child in me like yeah it's just it was a dream that I I never thought would be would be happening (laughs) so So you're part of a platform what's the platform that you're part of maker Maker okay so you're maker Mm -hmm. studios and so maker Mm -hmm. studios they're the ones who hooked you up with Disney yes okay Got it. Yep. Um, and then with them, you just had to film a video on um, with your daughter and and um, just upload it or give it to them. Yeah. Well, I actually uh, flew down to California with my oh, wow. with my daughter, and uh, we worked with other maker moms and their kids. We brought them all on set, and we oh, sat cool. on the couch, and we basically just answered questions. It was so intimate. It wasn't like, okay, well, we're going to ask you this and you, you know, da, da, da. It was just very personable, very, very raw. Um, you know, because that's what I, I feel like Disney just brings out the best in people anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's, you don't really need to have a script or you don't need to have anything. Um, and yeah, so we just sat on couches. We just all talked and it was, it was awesome. Wow. And I assume that you guys went to Disneyland and all that when you were there. Well, they, well, because of the video, like we were all, all able to, but I had already come back from, mm-hmm. uh, Vegas. So I was already in New York. So I missed out on that one. Oh. Uh, we, yeah, that was towards the end of the deployment when my husband just got back. So, um, I obviously didn't want to leave him. Yeah, so. you don't want to be gone <laughs> yeah. too long. Well, that is an, a really amazing opportunity. Are you, do you find that you were, you've been able to get, um, different opportunities from your, the platform that you're part of from Maker? It definitely helps. It definitely mm-hmm. helps. Um, another big brand that I worked with, uh, also with my daughter, um, was Target. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it definitely helps because it's not just one channel. You know what I mean? It's a wide range of channels. Um, and Maker just kind of helps you or helps the brand, whichever, kind of find a YouTuber or brand that's more suited in your direction, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, so uh, with Raiden, we did a back-to-school theme kind of video, and uh, we were able to work with Target, and it was just amazing. So just, yeah, wow. I mean, that kind of stuff. I'm I Even now, I have to, like, tell myself, well, I work with Target. (laughs) That's really, that's amazing. And it's interesting that you ended up getting them through your, uh, the network that you're a part of. Yes, they Mm -hmm. definitely help. And it's, it's like a close knit family, you know, it's, I mean, you, you work with these people, but you don't feel like you are because 
I mean, these are awesome opportunities and, um, they're just, I mean, it's so fun. You know what I mean? You do what you love. And, um, so yeah, it definitely helps. That's awesome. All right. Next question. Um, who is your beauty vlogger inspiration? Ooh, my beauty, uh, Dulce Candy. Mm. She was the first beauty fashion hair related mm-hmm. channel that I ever saw on YouTube. And, um, she was prior army. So I initially grasped onto that because I'm like, my husband's in the army. Mm-hmm. She's a female. She's into makeup. Like yeah. what? that she's, and she kind of reminds me of myself. She's very much, you know, like a burst of sunshine on camera, mm-hmm. but I feel like sometimes in person or when she's around bigger crowds, she's a little bit more timid, but she's definitely evolved like over time. And she's amazing. I feel like she's remained humble. It, and I, I, I don't know. I, I definitely admire her and she's probably my top favorite, like awesome. ever. <laughs> awesome. Um, what would you not do again if you were to start your channel right now? I definitely wouldn't take the time off <laughs> because um, I feel like I lost, uh, like I said, I feel like I lost a lot of trust. I feel like, you know, um, su- subscriber count isn't super huge to me because that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's, you know, just the views on your videos and stuff like that. But um, as far as just I'm huge on um, losing like loyalty or, you know, just all that. So um I I definitely wish I would have like just stuck with sucked, it. sucked it up and, yeah. and did it, you know. <laughs> or what you talked about, like maybe being a little bit more vulnerable and then switching your channel a little bit to reflect where you were and maybe talk about your experiences and talk about what was going on with you versus just kind of you know and running away. Out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's that was lesson. something that I would. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that's definitely something that I tried not to do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you live and you learn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, next question. What are you glad that you did do when you first started your channel? Um, I, I, I'm glad that I was vulnerable in the sense to expose my family because Mm. I know a lot of people kind of take that and they keep it private, which I respect and I Mm. totally understand why. Um, however, just with my relationship with my husband being in the military and then my daughter, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we've welcomed so many opportunities with my daughter mm-hmm. and then, um, and then with my husband, I, I kind of have that military demographic. Um, so I get so much support mm-hmm. where I need in those areas. And then also I've gotten so many emails and comments and all that stuff, just mm-hmm. how I kind of, helped them in the areas that they needed a little push or a little encourage encouragement or, you know, whatever. And, yeah. uh, you know, just exposing my life to the capacity that I have granted. Um, it always comes with a negative and there's always something, you know, that, uh, people misinterpret or people, you know, just have something bad to say, but at the end of the day, um, we're not perfect. And my husband, me and my daughter, we just, we live life to the fullest. And I mean, we welcome people to relate to Mm -hmm. any situation that we have, anything that we face every day. Um, so that's probably, yeah, the, the, the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's a, that's a great answer. Okay, last question. Um, what is your unfair advantage? 
<sighs> well, I'm, what do you mean? Meaning like, what is, what do you have that, that you think helped with your success that maybe nobody else has? Ooh, well, see, because everybody I, has something, you know, everyone's got that something that's, I mean, I definitely feel, I definitely feel that it's uh, with YouTube. It's, it's such a blessing. I've said that a hundred and thousand times. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like the truth is anybody can do it. And, Mm. um, it's really a sense of putting yourself out there, not letting, you know, anything blur your vision. And, um, I'm a prime, prime example of that it happens and things happen. Uh, but as far as an advantage that I would think that I got is just the relationships and them helping spread the word and the channel and mm-hmm. just Instagram. Um, a lot of times some YouTubers may not take, um, you know, or kind of encourage smaller channels, mm-hmm. um, which I always try not to do because, you know, I'm, I'm just the same person or I, I would like to think that I'm the same person that I was when I first started my yeah. channel. So, um, I, I try to always remain humble. And that was something that my husband and I, when starting my channel was, that was the biggest thing that, um, we wanted to keep, you know, and I say we a lot because he's such a huge part of, of my channel and, and, and my life. So, um, he helps me out a lot, but that was something that I always wanted to just be true to myself, be true to my viewers. Cause like I said, they can always pick up and they know when you're not being, you know, true to yourself, but, doing. um, but I, yeah, it was definitely just word of mouth and mm-hmm. being able to help other people help expose like my channel. Um, sometimes, a subscriber count would jump like overnight literally. And it's just like, I didn't do anything. You know Mm. what I mean? So in that sense, I would say, uh, but I mean, anybody can do it really. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's, and you're right. Anybody can do it. I think everybody has something special and unique that separates them from everybody else. And and that's what maybe makes their channel popular or whatever, but no, that's, that's a great piece of advice. And you know, right now we're, we're at the end of the interview that that's it. And, um, you were amazing. Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, where can everyone find you? Um, if they're not familiar with you and your channel. I am ALH Sander on YouTube, and you can pretty much find me with that um, ALH Sander on Instagram, Twitter, pretty much everywhere. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Come come check out my channel. Yay. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Well, that's it. That's our interview. And thank you so much for joining us here. Once again, I am your host, Erica Vieira. And for all show notes and videos and more goodies, make sure you go to the Beauty and the Vlog website at beautyandthevlog.com and check out our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Beauty and the Vlog. Thanks so much, guys. Mwah.